0: i love Starburst. why you know the thing about the starburst <laughs> the thing the, the thing about a starburst is that when you open up you know how the they distribute starburst now for the kiddos from halloween candy in these right. little two packs right it's like we know that there's six or five flavors but we're not going to
1: give you all of them in fact but, but that's so dangerous because in the two packs <laughs> you feel like you could eat them forever and you're like i didn't just eat a whole pack of starbursts in an hour but you did.
0: And that's the glory of it all, to be honest with you. It's my <laughs> favorite part. So you're thinking it's a negative, it's a positive for me. Cause in front of me is a mound of wrappers of empty Starburst it's, it's
1: okay. So I, you know, full disclosure to everyone, we James and I have actually been talking for like twenty minutes about other things before this podcast started. And then so you've really blindsided me with just like that quick pivot to how much you love Starburst. Um and I <laughs> legitimately ask why, but I have to say this has been, as you're bragging about how much Starburst you've eaten, this has been my worst Halloween ever.
0: Why? What This
1: is the first year where I've actually was strict about my no corn diet, and guess what has corn syrup? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Every piece. Like, I defy you to find a piece of candy that doesn't have corn syrup in In fact, I already have done the research. I'll tell you. Let me tell you. So actually take a guess. Let's play 20 questions. What is the one piece of mass-produced, Incredibly popular candy that does not have corn syrup in it. Like, okay, so we'll do twenty. Like, you get to ask. Like, is it gummies or is it chocolate? Like, whatever, right? Let's do twenty questions. Come on, this will be fun.
0: Uh, Is it gummies or is it?
1: You have to ask yes or no. Yes or no. Okay.
0: Um, Does it have peanut butter in it? No. Oh wow. Um does Because you have... can't mix
1: you can't mix any here's a clue. It's gonna be something very straightforward because one of the things that corn is used for is a stabilizer to basically uh... compound things that are essentially not naturally going together, <laughs> whether that's food dye and sugar or whether it's other okay, so you're not gonna have a peanut butter chocolate thing without corn syrup.
0: Okay. So does it have chocolate in it? Yes. What does have chocolate in it? Oh my goodness. Um does it have peanuts in it? No. Is it a plain M M&M? M? No, <gasps> no, because it, it has the shell coloring. Probably exactly. has corn. Exactly. God.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but the brown ones, right? That's natural.
1: No, the brown no. is not natural. But I love you. Um, <laughs>
0: um, oh my goodness! Um, bup, 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 bup. So it's you're not a right jelly. Track. So it's a chocolate.
1: It's chocolate. In fact, it, some would say it's the purest, most popular form of chocolate. Now you're going to get it it.
0: a. Is it a Hershey chocolate bar?
1: That's exactly it. But, but not a Hershey's kiss with almonds. Like the almonds have corn syrup, but just, just, and here's the best part. when now I can still do s'mores with kids, I figure this out even without my non-corn syrup diet, because, um, I make s'mores for them. And then I just eat a chocolate bar. Like that's my treat that night. I just get to have a Hershey's Mm. squares. So for, I mean, like literally the thing I love about Hershey's, I read the ingredients on the back of a Hershey's bar. It's like cane sugar, milk and cocoa. It's like heaven. So it's, it's literally like, even though it's, it's delicious, it's one of, and it has a ton of sugar. It's literally one of the best pieces of candy for you, believe it or not, just like the straight up Hershey's bar. It has no preservatives. It has no corn syrup, no dextrose, no maltodextrin. Those things are just fancy words for essentially corn syrup. Mm -hmm. And again, and so I've learned this and it's one of those things I, I hate to come across as like I'm not I, this is a diet that I'm on because the lack of corn and like uh, the, the sugar that it creates in my body has made me feel healthier. I have better digestion now, my joints are feeling better. This guy who gave me this muscle doctor has me on the right track. so I can't go back. It would be I, I make mistakes every once in a while, dude, and believe me, I know immediately when I've eaten corn. like that's that's the level I've gotten to in my detoxing phase.
0: When which, you... is, which is good. Yeah. When you remove something from your diet so completely for so long and you go back to it, you might as well be allergic to it.
1: Right. And so, and that's my little brother's theory. He's like, nobody's really allergic to anything. People just go on crazy diets and then they make themselves sick. The next time they try it, which, okay. He's a crazy conspiracy theorist, but he's not all wrong in the sense that your body does build up an immunity and a condition to feeling a certain way. But it's not, that's not true when it comes to like like chronic inflammation. Like if someone has chronic digestive issues or chronic inflammation and removing something from their diet, help that. And then they add that thing back and they immediately feel the same way. I think that's a different diagnosis than someone who's just like, yeah, I went two years without eating dairy and then had a piece of cheese and I didn't feel good, right? I mean, mm, like yeah. that's like, um anyway, so I, I'm really not like an overly pretentious food guy. Like I think GMOs are, Frankly, like one of one of the greatest inventions in mankind of everybody in our in our Western society has, you know, gives themselves the right to kind of self-righteously judge GMOs because now people advertise non-GMO, but they forget that GMOs and growing food and plants allows us to provide Food for like third world countries, right? It allows us to provide food and and help like you help like nourish nourish areas of our planet that frankly don't have enough natural resources to get the food that they need, right? Well, we talked G- about G- the
0: you t- we've yeah. talked about my Soylent craze, so you exactly. know I love I genetic mean, engineering. serve a purpose. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. making
1: a point that I'm not like it's not like some crazy like movement I'm on, like and you know we have four kids in our house, so. You know, me and, you know, me and my wife do what we can to keep the, keep the demons at bay and, and keep them <laughs> fed, believe me. And that's not always the healthiest stuff, but it's just something that I've committed to. So this particular Halloween was literally me looking enviously, like, you know how much I, I like, will you describe for me how Starburst tastes again? Like when they, yeah, when you hit, so- when they hit your tongue and like you bite into the juiciness, is it still really good?
0: Oh, yeah. It, it, the, the the beautiful part about a Starburst is they <laughs> haven't changed in 25 years right. since the oh first time God, I had I miss one. It. I miss Literally, it. You, you take it out of the wrapper and the wrapper starts to sort of stick to this. You don't know what it is, right? When you unravel the Starburst, it's shiny. It almost looks like um, like a putty. But then when you put it in your mouth, you're like, mm, that's weird. It has like sharp edges, but then you bite down, it's like a it's like an explosion of flavor <laughs> in your right. mouth. You're like, oh, this is so good. And the cool thing about a Starburst, unlike maybe a Swedish fish um right. or a other gummy, is right. that the Starburst doesn't stay stuck to your mouth. You eat a Swedish fish, it is just like lodged in your teeth right. yeah. for days, and you can't yeah. get rid of it. Whereas Starburst Glides through the flavor burst, and then you just devour the rest of it. You're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Right? Yeah. And I don't know what Mars Inc. did to make the Starburst so good and not change in so long, but I love it. I, I'm on the original pack, original flavors, and old old school. Ridge. I'm gonna. I'm an equal opportunity original flavor connoisseur because right. <laughs> some people, some people will open up a Starburst and then they will leave the yellows, or they oh, will no, leave. Yeah.
1: The orange. I, I see it's like, look, yeah, it's a lemony flavor. All right. But the yellow deserves your love too. Yeah. It's can my we favorite free flavor. the yellow Starburst here?
0: Yeah. On, it's my favorite flavor. I'm today's all in podcast in on yellow. brought
1: to you by the yellow Starburst.
0: The yellow Starburst wants like, you know that lemons. Okay. You can <laughs> enjoy okay it. It's okay
1: to be a little bit sour and tart. Yeah. You can enjoy your sweet, more well-rounded, I guess, to the to the average palate flavor of the of the pink or the red, and don't judge yourself, but make sure you push that envelope with yellow every once in a while, you know.
0: This episode sponsored by Starburst unofficial unofficial
1: unofficial unofficial. <laughs> we have to say that after everything because then like starburst decides they don't want to be associated with our brand we don't even have a brand on this show i don't even know how we got here like i literally am looking around my office and like five minutes ago i thought i was like in a different room so uh, you know um Tell you what, this this show is actually sponsored by though. It is sponsored by the 2018 World Chess Championship that is starting. That sorry, that's also unofficial. I'm also lying. On that. Unofficial, um, and, unofficial, and I don't want to get sued. You know, um, the uh, the the entity that currently owns the official broadcast rights to the World Chess Championship, cough, <laughs> Agon, cough, they are a little sue happy, so they might sue if I said that. But anyway, are you excited? Are you excited for Mag? You got Carl Magnuson taken on Car Caruana. Um, I'm butchering both names so that you feel at home.
0: Double C, double C, versus C versus C, the car versus, the car versus the car. Well, wow, that's mm-hmm. fairly funny. Oh car my God. Versus, well, what kind, if they were a car, what car would they be? You oh could my just God, literally. This is
1: the great, this is a great daily. Hold on. I'm going to save this. You gave me a great idea.
0: This is a meme, which is you put two different cars, one from, from each of their countries and it's car versus car. I mean, make this happen. Um, just in Photoshop challenge. Go. Yeah. Yeah, this is happening. This is going to be the uh, best I'm thing since sliced bread. Um, uh, no, I'm really excited about it. I've been following the poll that you have had on your website forever at this point, which is who will win. And, uh, you know, our boy Carl seems to be doing pretty okay, favored heavily to win in general. Like, what is that? 85, 84% over Carwana. Um, but at the same time, I just believe it will be a very close match. And in fact, 70% of everyone think it'll be a very close match, which inspires me because it should be a close match. It's literally the two best players in the entire world going head to head. It's like watching the opposite of the Cleveland Browns.
1: <laughs> the opposite of your, it's the, they are the anti-Browns. That's actually yeah. their nickname, but um, no, you I can right. say that because
0: I'm from Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah,
1: it's okay. No, people, from it's like being from a dysfunctional family. I'm allowed to say just how dysfunctional my family is, but if you confront my dysfunctional family from outside that dysfunctional circle of trust and loyalty, then we all come together and attack you. This is how classic dysfunctional families work. <laughs> By the way, I'm actually yeah. saying something that is like legit, you know, therapy, like toxic behavior proven things. <laughs> but anyway, the um, it, uh, the uh, the truth is this is predicted to be a very close match. And I think that Carlson also knows that he is taking on you know, the the best potential challenger for him in the world. Now he almost lost the match to Karyakin by not taking Sergey seriously enough a couple of years ago. All those YouTube videos I did that got you interested in chess. Look at us going down memory lane, right? <laughs> but now, now he knows he's up against, um, the person who, if Carlson was admitting it, and he's basically said this, the person he has like the most respect for outside of himself. And I think, um, I think that that may actually play against Carwana that he's not flying under the radar in some way that Carlson is is sort of – Carlson owned Vishy Anand even before their world championship match where he won the title in 2014 uh, – sorry, in 2012, and then the rematch in 20 – sorry, no, he won it in 2013, the rematch – was 2014 the Karyakin match was 2016. So Carlson just didn't feel like he was facing like the best potential challenger for him in any of those first three World Championship matches. And I think this time he does. So yeah, we should we'll share this link here for everybody who views this or listens and consumes our content in a place where you can click. Don't click and drive, but Don't if you are in a place where you can click, you can see what our data. Um, we actually have a. Um, an algorithm that is actually, it runs very, very close with, with some really key particular like proprietary um, things we do in cheat detection to, to be able to determine um, that even the world's best players are recognized matching up with and let's say creating patterns that are not human patterns even when they when people think they're doing people often think they can fool cheat detection by not playing the best move of stockfish but even the third best move of stockfish is still good enough to beat all the world's best players right and all these things are just not true i can't go into all of it let's say that we can't be fooled it's just a matter of time and the investment we've made into like all the, the games and the data we've analyzed to come up with these sort of aggregated systems that can evaluate the influence of engines in your play have also, at some point, we saw kind of the product potential in this, and we sort of spun out this thing we call the caps, which is your cap score. So your cap score is a, a way to measure your own accuracy as a chess player against yourself, or in some ways call it against God, right? Let's say that mm. Stockfish is God, Wherever the best engine is of the time is the best. And so what you're measuring is how well you played, how blunder-free you played, the the best moves you made, regardless of the result, regardless of the rating of your opponent. Because often what people forget is like gamers say, well, how can you measure how you did? It's all about whether you win or lose, right? That's what they say on every given Sunday, hashtag Browns reference, who never win. Anyway, <laughs> right? So, but the point is in many ways, when it comes to a game like chess, the result and the quality of your opponent's play is sort of irrelevant because it's not really within your control right and mm-hmm. um anyway so people who are interested can check it out and our caps basically also predicts a very close match based on the the overall careers of these two young gentlemen and their and the quality chess they play and we are predicting that our data says Magnus Carlsen will win the match by one game but um obviously okay in the end it is just data and gamesmanship does happen and people make blunders but based on how we've seen these guys play that's kind of what our our system predicts
0: that's crazy oh my goodness um yeah i'm i'm looking at these stats from smarter chess and they're pretty fantastical um coming through look at that and and there it even quotes an article by a young gentleman called danny wrench oh yeah. talking about the, the world's best players and things like this. how do i watch this this is long right it's not like i'm sitting down for an afternoon
1: Oh, no, no. This is going to be the entire month of November, dude. We've got like three or four more podcasts where we're going to be on Carlson Carwana Watch, right? Like, hey, what's going on? I mean, this time next week, we will have played only three, maybe four games into the match, depending on when we record.
0: Now, we don't get to watch these live. Is that what you're saying? You're saying that I can't. No, we do. We do.
1: No, Robert Hess and I will have live coverage every day at Twitch TV slash chess.
0: Got it. You know, do we get to peer into the eyes of carl and car and just like see them (laughs) or or is it the official
1: broadcast the official broadcast at worldchess.com giving them a a plug um they are the only ones who will have an on-site video Mm. feed um unfortunately it was not possible for us to tap into that or not a reasonable price um and so in order to see a live view of the room, um, that'll be something uh, that you have to do only by subscribing to, like, the official broadcast. Got um, it, got but it. But they have their own coverage and their own commentary and their own system. And, and and frankly, I think the biggest value add they have is for, I think if the match is close, the chances of World Chess having a successful Um, because the one thing World Chess is doing is you have to pay just for that show. Uh... So whereas like our show is free at Twitch, and I believe a lot of our other competing websites will also have free shows, World Chess has a goal to sort of add a pay-per-view model, like heavyweight boxing, Hmm. which is, I mean, we could go down a long rabbit hole here. It's a whole long story, but let's say that While I I applaud the efforts and I I do believe in, you know, making sure the best in our game are appreciated, I I personally believe that the market of chess is too young to to, to start um, going with a pay-per-view model. And I think that that's been proven over their last few world championships where they haven't gotten the numbers that they wanted. I think, in my opinion right now, the best model to grow our market is to just grow the game, grow Mm. the culture, grow those interested in it. And I don't think you can put up a paywall and expect that to be the case. So that's my very quick philosophical disagreement with them and if people want to pay for the coverage i encourage them to do it i hope they're successful and i think if it's a close match you're like okay if it's tied 6-6 you're going to get a lot of people who want to pay to see them on camera right because then you care then you give a bleep about how carwana looks as he as sweat drips down his head right (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think i think for the most part during a very long monthly match people are like look like Like I want to watch the commentators that I find most interesting and most instructive. I want to make sure that I can stay up to date with the results. I don't necessarily need to pay for like a one-time thing to get access to this sort of show, but who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll do really well. I mean, I think this is going to be the most followed world championship match Carlson's ever played in because he's taking on the American challenger. So it should be interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm super excited just to watch and see what happens and follow the progress because it is such a big, huge deal. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. So I can tune in every single day, get a breakdown. Danny's going to break it down for me, and that's probably the best part. I mean, car v car, that's you can, great. You can but... have your coffee
1: with it. It starts at 7 a.m. Pacific. Ooh, so get you know your what, coffee.
0: I get in at 7 a.m. That's perfect timing. It's like Carl made this match for me.
1: It's it's true. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> and uh, it's you know I hope it's a close match. I really do. I don't even care who wins as long as it's a close match because I think that's the most fun for everybody and I think that you know, I think it'll be it'll be cool. I think people will watch it everywhere all over the web and the question will be um you know, whether Caruana if he if he sets the tone by getting let's say a, a win in the first four games, like if he takes an early lead, it is going to start getting a lot of buzz. Mhm. So, that'll oh, yeah. be interesting. Oh man.
0: That's pretty that's pretty banana hammock and I'm I'm excited that that I can be there with you. I will be twitching it up with you every single day. And I hope uh, our listeners uh, tune in as well. But you know what I'm about to do, Danny? Something I can watch live in person. What are you going to do? It's a little Title Tuesday.
1: Oh, I forgot that that's starting in about four minutes from when we're recording this.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that means AKA. I, I will
1: not be playing or streaming. Got
0: to get out of here because Title Tuesday, I think uh, my main boy is going to be hanging out. Title Tuesdaying it up.
1: Well, where um, are you? Where are you going this week? I thought you said you're traveling this week. Tell no, the man. fans. I'm done. Oh, you're
0: I'm done, baby. You're, you're home for a while. Oh, I'm so done.
1: So what done. are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Should we talk? You guys want to come out here? Just fly to Arizona just to have Thanksgiving with us.
0: <laughs> um, we did that last year. Remember?
1: I know. <laughs> it was great. I was just thinking maybe you should do it again. Um,
0: this year, H. Diggity and I are heading to uh, Indonesia. <laughs> So,
1: Indonesia during Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. We're going to be out of the country.
1: Vacation. time?
0: A little vacay. This is official 100% vacay time.
1: Dude, I'm so excited about that. That's yeah. good. I mean, just take me with you in spirit, like maybe bring a picture to put on the nightstand just so you guys can look at me while you're in bed. Oh well, yeah. It's already packed.
0: That, that photo is already You already packed. do
1: that, right? Yeah. But
0: that's a, yeah. That's already a given. I mean, it's like, it's like me, Heather, Danny, family,
1: like after family, family, yeah. after oh, so bring
0: those on every is trip. it,
1: is it, is it just a, um, a private venture? Uh, one man, one, one woman together on a, on a journey or is there other people coming?
0: One man on the Isle of man and Isle of woman.
1: Um,
0: uh, it is us. It is just us alone. We are going for a, um, just, you know, we're not going for a lounge and about type of holiday. We thought about that. And then we're just going to stay in all sorts of random places, go on hikes, cool. stay at the beach Airbnb a few days, up Airbnb, basically. yeah, we're Airbnb-ing it up like all the time. So that's going to yeah. be sweet. I'm so excited. Um, we planned this. And the reason, oh man, you're going to Indonesia, that must be so crazy. Well, we were um, up late one night and we got an email about a travel deal from Scott's Travel Deals or whatever. And we got these tickets for it was like seven hundred dollars each round trip, and like we could not not pass that up. Like seven hundred dollars from Seattle to Indonesia is bananas, just to even comprehend that price. So we we had to lock it in, and and that's why we're going because normally it'd be very expensive, but we kind of what got is a great the deal. route?
1: Obviously, you fly across the Pacific.
0: Mm-hmm. We the, yeah. we we got we're on Eva Airlines, which is a great airline. They're based out of Taiwan, so we will be Eva. Eva.
1: Wally oh, yeah. yeah, I love
0: it. Great. We will be flying on Eva airlines. They also have a Hello Kitty plane. So hopefully we're on the Hello Kitty plane, but we'll see, but we fly into Taiwan, have a layover in Taiwan and then go to Indonesia from there. So really easy
1: actually. Wow. Yeah. That. Let me know how that is. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to a life where my youngest is not in diapers
0: (laughs) and you can go to Indonesia. Well, I'm going to miss you. We're going to miss you this Thanksgiving. We still talk about it. We really are.
1: It It was a great Thanksgiving last Thanksgiving, I think.
0: Yeah, it was. It was glorious. Uh, um we got meetings. Well, I got Title Tuesday. We gotta go, Danny. We got to I know run.
1: We do, we do. We got all kinds of things hopping in happening. All right. Hopping in on the diggity old so thank you for listening, everyone. Um let us know in the comments this week who you think will win. And that way it'll be on record. You'll have called it, so that next week we can start reviewing your user feedback comments on who's gonna win the World Chess Championship. Yes. So. Do it.
0: Do it now blunders.fm. Right. Peace out, homie. All right. Bye.